watching the Angela Joseph Show. This is Angela Joseph. We are talking about health tonight. We're talking about the health care law on the show. But an important thing we need to talk about is health disparities. One of them happens to be cancer. Joining me tonight is uh, an actress that you've seen on many movies, uh, Coming to America. She just I just saw her in a great play, Zora. This is someone you've seen on television who is sharing with us her story about breast cancer. Welcome to the show, Vanessa Bell Calloway. Thank you, Vanessa. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm good, good. Thank you for coming on the show. But, you know, you've had a, a, quite a career, and I think when I first met you, you were in New York working on a soap opera. Okay, that's when we first met. That's when I first, I, yeah, I met. How did we first meet? I, I first, actually, I first met you at the Apollo Theater. It was like the, it was like the anniversary of the Apollo, and we all had to take a train, a, a train up to the Apollo oh. to an event. Okay. And you were uh, working on the soap opera. Tell me the name of the character. Uh, what you saw, Barbara, I did a couple in New York, okay. but Yvonne, you're probably talking yeah. about All My Children. Right, uh, on All My mm -hmm. Children, right. Mm -hmm. And I saw you then, and then the next time I saw you was here in, in California. Was shortly thereafter I moved out here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so now you're one of the people that works, and, you know, in our estimation, we feel like you work all the time now. I, I can dispute that, but yes, in your <laughs> estimation. But it seems, you know, but seeing you in a number of movies. You see a lot of reruns, but that's cool. Uh, it's good. It's all good. Okay, but I mean, for example, when I saw you at UK in Coming to America, that was an amazing role. I mean, I know it's kind of iconic, that role. That's good. I like iconic. Yeah, that's so good. when we think about that movie, that's one of the scenes in it that, that was we remember. And then seeing you in uh, What's Love Got to Do With It? Mm -hmm. And that was a, an interesting part. Now, I heard a, somebody told me a little story about something that happened. There. Okay, who told you the story first before you tell the story? <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you, okay. so who told you the so story? So the, the, uh, one of the associate producers told me the story. Of what? Uh, that, uh, that actually that there was which, a scene Which movie are you talking about, though? What, what's love got to do okay, with it? Okay, okay. That, uh, that when uh, Lawrence Fishburne was supposed to, to fake slap you? What associate producer? You don't know. Wait a minute, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'll tell you the story. I know where you're going with it. Okay. Um, um, but what associate producer? Give me a name. I'll tell you the story. I, I told the story. <laughs> Associate producer tell the story because they don't know that it happened. Okay. But this is the story that I do tell, okay. which is a true story. Okay. Um, if you know anything about um, stunts and acting, when you get hit, it's a timing thing. As I swing towards your cheek, you turn okay. quickly. And, and then, then they, they add the, the sound effect okay. later. Mm -hmm. Well, they had had a um, stunt double for me, LaFaye Baker. I don't know if some of you guys know LaFaye. She's done several stunts uh, oh, yeah. in movies for me. But mm -hmm. this was LaFaye's gig was supposed to do this movie. But I'm a very physical actor. Okay. So uh, they had LaFaye in the first part of the day trying to do this stunt. They would cut. And I finally went to Brian Gibson, bless his guy versus mm -hmm. something like, Brian, what? Not that I was trying to take LaFay's job away, but I'm the one that's got to get up and continue acting. Okay. So it's like, well, I'm going to jump in and no. You know, I'm, I'm like a girl that's got to do what I got to do to get where I got to go. Mm -hmm. So I said, no offense to the stuff, but why? No, let her sit down. Let me do this. Because in uh, soap operas and theater, you know, you, you do your own physicality. So we had done several, several takes, and then, you know, I fall, I roll up. Because now my energy's here. I actually felt like, you know, I'm in this, this confrontation with this man so I could get up and I can do my lines and it's all good. I'm in the space I need to be as an actor to do, to deliver what I need to do. Well, he misses. We missed the connection. Oh. And he slapped the poop out of me. <laughs> I mean, imagine Lawrence Fishburne's hand, big old hand on my cheek, and we don't 
we don't have the connection, so we touch. So he really, I mean, he hits the shit on me, right? So that's a point where, you know, as an actor, we're kind of sick. One side of my brain was like, oh my God, yeah, he just hit me. And the other side was like, get up, get up, keep going. This is going to be great. Don't stop, don't stop. This is real, huh? This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. So when I get up and I'm cussing him out, mm -hmm. And that's the take that they used. Okay, that was that was real. So I didn't stop. I just kept going. But yeah, you know, he did ha actually hit me. Mm. Now I saw you in in Zora, and no, good. Uh, thank yeah, you for coming. Oh, it was magnificent. Thank you, thank you. For and coming. and honest, now I know you're an actress, but honestly, I was like, damn, <laughs> you really you took it to a whole nother level. I mean, you inhabited the character. Well, so tell me about the process. How did you pick that particular role? It in the picked process? me. I didn't pick it. Mm -hmm. um, a beautiful person, my new sister in life, and also uh, a professor at USC, playwright uh, Gabriel Pena. She uh, she wrote it, and mm -hmm. you know, God, there's no mistakes in life. I really believe, as we're going to talk later on when we bring my fabulous Dr. Hersey in. <laughs> I'm Dr. Hersey, who I love. But there's no mistakes in life, and. Uh, the sorority, a.k.a. my fabulous sorority, the first black sorority in 1908, <laughs> Howard University. Anyway, a.k.a. That was, that's what brought us together, supposedly. But that was God working because he knew we needed to meet mm. because we had another purpose. So I think that sometimes, and what I always try to explain to my children, you just got to go through your life with every moment meaning something because that trip to the 7-Eleven to get a bottle of water, that's not really why you're at the 7-Eleven. It's the person next to you sometimes that you end up with a conversation mm. with and you don't know where that's going or something happens along the way. That's why you're on your way to the 7-Eleven, not to get the water. That's just was the reason you thought you were leaving the house. So I thought that, you know, and matter of fact, I found out recently that she flipped with another soror because neither one of them wanted to call me. I don't know why, <laughs> but they were like, they were told to hunt me down and get me to host this, what of our Founders Day a couple of years ago. And she's really shy. She didn't want to do it because that's not her. She didn't want to have to call anybody and talk. But she flipped and lost the, lost the bet. So she had to call me. So she had to call me. And then through our communications email, it's just something, you know, you just don't know why you like somebody. But we bonded. And then when we met, it was like, and I saw her face for the first time. And we all, oh, we hugged. And I did the event. And then she got enough courage to say, you know, Sora Calloway, I wrote this piece about Sora Neale Hurston. And I think you'll be fabulous in it. Would you do it for me? And she sent me the piece, and I was like, oh, my God. Mm. And that's why I met her. Mm. Now, you started off as a dancer? Yes, I did. Did you? Primarily, did you, I, I always acted, but I, primarily dancing was my focus. OK, know. and how did you make that transition? Um, smartly. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm very uh, attuned to what's going on, and I try to tell some of my other dance colleagues that Y'all need to change that resume because if all you're going to do is dance, you really ain't going to make a lot of money. Because at 20-something, you think that's enough. Mm. And I realized very early in my career, early 20s, that this wasn't going to be enough. And I, and I love dance. And I, and I was, I could twirl, as we used to say back in the day. I was a very good dancer. And I danced on Broadway, off-Broadway. I danced in modern dance companies. I had numerous, I, I was on scholarship for Alvin 80s for like five years. I mean, I just... That's what I did. I was a very, very good dancer. And I danced here in L.A. in a lot of different productions and, and uh, with dance companies. But it was something that told me, I'll tell you exactly what it was. I saw this older uh, chorus girl who was like about 10 years older than my crew. Now imagine we're like 23, 
in at 22, 23, 23, 24. And I could tell she was older than us. And she was still auditioning for some of these parts that even I didn't want to audition for. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to be her. I looked at her one day and it was like epiphany. The room stood still and I saw her in this old ratty tatty coat because it was winter time mm -hmm. and she looked broken down and tired. And I said, I'm not going to be that. Mm -hmm. So I need to make some adjustments in my career, so I did. And I uh, made up a fake resume where I, I put down every play that I ever thought I did or ever oh, knew. Oh, okay. And I- Okay, young actresses. No, you really. Heard, you heard it here. I figured they weren't gonna, who's gonna really research it? I was right out of college. So I made up this fake resume. And I put dancing as a hobby. You know what I mean? Because I figured, if they get me in a room with some actors, I'm gonna smoke them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. So I, I eventually could take my fake acting resume and put it with real jobs. And I never stopped dancing. I just focused more on the acting because I knew that that was going to be the longevity of my career, not dancing. Well, Vanessa, I have to tell you, throughout the years that I've, it's been about 30 years or so. <laughs> and, you date and yourself, Angela, not me, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing, but I want to say that, that you are always consistent. You're always warm. You're always friendly. You always, always have good, positive energy. And I noticed that you have balance in your life. You, you're married, you have children. So how has your, your, you been able to have the family and have the career? Um, you know, the one thing you got to realize is that, first of all, you got you to gotta marry somebody that you're equally yoked with. I say that to everybody. And you got to get married for the right reasons, not just because you want to have that white dress on one day. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very fortunate enough to meet the love of my life, who is my biggest supporter and my biggest foe, the person who pushes me the hardest and gets on my nerves the worst, all in one day. But You just had a big anniversary. 25 years. And when I say get on my nerves, not like he annoys me, but he's that person who will bring out everything I don't want to face mm. or I'm, I want to hide from. And he's that one that makes me run to it. And, and the lessons that I've learned from him are uh, insurmountable, but the one thing that I try to pass up to my children, if it scares you, run towards it, not away from it. Mm. So with, with that, knowing that sometimes I get to take my cape off, I always try to tell black women, take your cape off because it's okay to ask for help. And I'm very lucky because in this city, I have his mom and dad. I have my mom and dad. I have numerous oh. friends. So I can say, I'm going to go do a movie. I'll be gone for two weeks. Y'all got this. Even when they were little. Mm -hmm. Although I would prepare and I would do everything to have it, the transition easy for the children and for, you know, everybody helping out. So I, I was very lucky because I did have a, a support staff. So, you know, I married the right person. That's the first thing because the moment you marry somebody and they say, oh, you can't act anymore or I don't want you to do that, that's the issue. Because it's like, hey, you ain't my daddy. Mm -hmm. And you don't get to tell me what I'm going to do. Because I was an actress when you met me, mm -hmm. when you married me. And as I, the conversation we had before we got married, and I'll decide when I stop acting. Mm -hmm. So if you're good with that, you need, you need to be good with that. That means I'm going to be, you know, appear to be intimate with people. But when they say cut, you have to trust that it's cut for me. Because I'm always coming home. Because I don't want them. I love you. So you need to be good with that. And, you know, if you know Tony, was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know. So he married the right woman. So. I married the right man. And that's why it works for us because, you know, as I always tell people, everybody got to get up and have somewhere to go. The person that's sitting at home waiting for the person to come home, because you ain't got no life, you ain't got nothing to do, you're going to have problems eventually. There's issues. So he has his life. I have my life. We have a life together. We have the children. You know, we have a lot of things that we do. So, but we also give each other space to be. Uh, full human beings and to have our own lives and that that works for us 
Now, I've listened to your blog talk radio show. Oh, thank you. That's so Vanessa. That's so, so very Vanessa. Very, oh, yeah. very, so that's so very Vanessa. And yeah, I couldn't get that so Vanessa was already taking something. Oh. You know how that is, child. You know, you got to go through the whole thing to get the title and the, and the websites, you know, but anyway, go ahead. And, and you have a theme song, too. I do, I know. Yeah. I, I like my little theme song. I do, too. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Now, how did you decide to do that? Well, my good friend, Rolanda Watts, mm -hmm. kind of pushed me. Okay. I like I like challenges, mm -hmm. and she had been. I mean, she said it, and then I go, okay, yeah. But she said it, and she kept saying it, and she kept like in my face saying it, like you need to do this. We've known each other for years. She went to college with Tony. You have this to offer. You have okay. that to offer. You have this to say. You have that to say. Because mm -hmm. she had one, mm -hmm. and she was having so much fun with it. She approached me, and she would not let up. So I finally went over to her house with my computer, mm -hmm. and she. And there it was, and I thank her to this day. Because you like doing it; it's fun. I, it's it's been very rewarding. It's been a lot a lot of fun. Oh, good, good. Well, you know, we're going to take a break here, but when we come, I back, can tell you how to break. That's why I closed my sentence because I understand you, you those knew things. That. Yeah, I know. Those, I know those things. They were over there like this. I know. Oh. <laughs> we're taking a break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about the life changing thing that happened in Vanessa's life, and we're also going to bring on Dr. Hurst who was involved in this process. Who saved her, saved her oh, life. Jesus. But uh, we're, we're going to have real talk here. You're watching the Angela DeJoseph Show, and we're talking about what matters. We'll be right back.